pandemonium reigns. Yo, 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 what's up, people? It's uh, Wednesday at the time of this recording, but maybe you're finding us on uh, a Thursday. Either way, uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for letting us tickle your ears. Mike, I got something to tell you. Let's hear it. I was reading the Bible recently, <laughs> which I do often because <clears throat> I'm spiritual and I love Jesus. I just I just Bible thumped everybody right there. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you got them. So I was reading about the end times in Revelation. And yeah. did you know that 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 God tells us um, he, he gives us a sign on uh, for his return? Do you know what that sign is? I think it has to do with the events of Monday night, the national <laughs> championship. But no, I, no, I, I not even remember. close. No, I can't no. remember if I'm thinking revelations or first hesitations right now. I can't remember. <laughs> he says uh, when when um, uh, when Dine Walker cuts his hair. <laughs> you got Samson in the Old Testament, the haircut, and then hey, the the world loses its strength when Michael cuts his hair, and that's, <laughs> he's like, "That's the sign. Then you know I'm coming. Like, be on the lookout. <laughs> yeah. Honk, honk, toot, toot. I'm on the way." <laughs> but doesn't it feel like the end times after that that national championship game? I mean, I, you know, Sonny Dykes and TCU's feeling like it, dude. Like, you know, you remember. You may not have thought about it as much, just depending on how many Michigan fans you congregate with or talk to ever. But you know how they kind of diminish quickly the momentum from last year's playoff run by losing to Georgia in much more respectful fashion than TCU did. Mm -hmm. But you know how the recruiting, it didn't take a huge jump for this year's class. There, I don't actually know where the 2023 class finished or anything like that. But, you know, it hasn't taken a huge jump. Then you had Harbaugh flirting with the NFL last year, something he's doing again. Mm-hmm. All that to say, Michigan didn't experience this huge bump and momentum from making a playoff run. Mm-hmm. TCU might as well just shut it down, bro. What's the point? <laughs> I, shut I the hear program you. down. I hear you. I mean, what is the point? Close the door, lock the key. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, that was rough. Um, that was brutal. I wanna, I wanna kind of throw in the some some insights. That I, I, I like to listen to obviously Josh Pate and some others, but a new a new guy that I like to listen to is Joel Klatt. I really like I really like him. He is an expansionist. He he is for the uh, the expansion of the playoffs, but he was there. Um, he 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 played college ball, spent his time at at Colorado, and so he's at a lot of big time games. And he played. He said he kind of noticed it even before kickoff. He said, "Usually in a national championship game, you got the two teams barking at each other. They, they're 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 kind of on the edge. They're snappy, you know, stuff like that." He said, "The dogs were jumping around, and TCU just wasn't. Um, and maybe that's taking on the personality of of their coach. And I mean, I think everybody now has heard Kirby Smart's pregame Good speech. Lord, uh, you will not find a replaying of that on Pandemonium Reigns. Um, it is not safe for work. It's not safe. We for talking work. about the Bible over here. We ain't talking about what Kirby's <laughs> doing. My yeah. gosh. Yeah. So, um, anyway, Joel Klatt says he said he just kind of saw it way before kickoff. He said you saw it about thirty minutes before kickoff. They just didn't have a lot of uh, uh, pizzazz to them. Uh, almost like they were content with just being there. But again, I mean, that's a perception of of somebody who didn't play the game. Uh, However, I think the play on the field points to that. Couldn't agree more. My goodness. I mean, the first bit of the game, let's see, most of the first quarter, I was on route to Casa de Walker. So I had the the broadcast on ESPN Radio, which Mm – 
I may age myself here. I actually really enjoy ESPN radio. Like mm. if I, if I listen to FM radio on the regular, I would listen to some, to some ESPN radio because I like it. Yeah. Um, but instead, you know, I'm out here podcast, listening to podcasts, you know, stuff like that mm-hmm. floating the Twitter sphere. But anyway, you know, you had Sean McDonough and Todd Blackledge on the ESPN call, which is just really cool. Like that's how big this game is. And it's going to always be because of the multicast and, you know, you've got coaches' perspectives, you've got players' perspectives, and then you've got your regular, um, you know, Kirk Herbstreet and Chris Fowler on the on the main ESPN call or what have you. But on that drive home, just during that first quarter, you know, I had McDonough and, and Blackledge talking about the throws that, that Max was missing. And then I got home, and I witnessed it with my own eyes. And, you know, the game escalated quickly. It, it was a 10 nothing lead before TCU did get their only points of the game. Sure. But it felt like the moment that Georgia made it there again, 17 to seven, took it back to a 10 point lead. It felt like from that moment, Max was like, okay, I'm going to get 14 points on this throw. My next throw, I'm going to get 17 points on Mm. that. He, it felt like he was just so impatient and so flustered. And, and listen, I get it because, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're, we're Tennessee boys. Y'all know that. Um, and this is, you know, wrapping up the, the college football season that we had, but we saw this Tennessee offense that was, frankly, one of the best in school history go to Athens and play uncharacteristically bad when plays were there to be, to mm-hmm. be made and mm-hmm. then just get dominated at other times when Georgia was making the plays. They speed you up. They, they have the speed to close anything that you think is there. Mm-hmm. And like I talked about leading up to Ohio State, Georgia, TCU, Georgia, the anticipation, the throwing as the breaks are happening, Max just didn't have that. CJ had a lot more of it, but Max just didn't have that. Frankly, don't know what happened in the second half because Dan and I started playing Call of Duty. Um, we out. <laughs> yeah, we said, I've seen enough of this. So, yeah. don't know what happened in the second half. But when it's 38-7 to seven and a half in the natty, what more can you expect? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, solid points. I really uh, – there's a lot of people saying, especially like uh, mainstream media, uh, David Pollock said it was over when they got that score right before half. I think it was over before that. Oh, my goodness, when, yeah, 100%. When, when TCU found the end zone and Georgia turns around, scores in four plays, I thought it was over at that point. I was convinced yeah. that Georgia just wasn't going to allow anything. They weren't – Yeah. they weren't there They weren't there to play. Uh, and, so. and if it wasn't over then when you mentioned it was over on the next three and out, by TCU because sure. that's yeah. all there was the rest of the night, you know? Yeah. So there was then no hope of like, you're going to match scores or you're going to stay within two scores to where you, mm-hmm. you know, you're in like onside kick territory or Hail Mary territory at the end of a half or a game mm-hmm. just was never a chance for that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, whenever you want to say it was, it was over so early. I mean, sure. so early. I want to point out uh, something that Clat also said. I would love to take credit for this, but I didn't say it. Uh, I thought about it uh, on the first couple of possessions, but um, I guess I didn't. It didn't materialize until I heard heard him say it. I don't understand TCU's game plan and not doubling Brock Bowers, the best player on the field. Why do you? Why it was? They were like we. Th- if they basically had this mindset that we think your dude is better than you, our dudes are better than yours, and we're gonna we're gonna and that just did not work. And not to mention on the other opposite side, Georgia was like your best player is Johnston Miller's out of here. We're gonna double him. Yeah. We, we we will not and and. Dude, uh, so they got outplayed, they got out physical, they got out coached, they got out prepared. I mean, and that was the the evidence of that sixty five to seven score. Um, 
uh, right there. And so, and something else that I want to say is, um, if these if these two teams play ten times, okay, for the next ten weeks, Georgia wins. Ten. They win eleven of them. <laughs> well, well, hang on. I, I, I don't think so. Um, I think you have. I think they win seven or eight. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. P- PCU might win one or two, and I think there's one occasion where out of the ten where you get a sixty-five to seven result. I think you saw a one in ten chance on Monday night. But but they don't play ten times. You play once. Uh, yeah. This is how this 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 goes. You, you you get one shot at it. Thank the Lord you get one shot at. It. Thank the Lord yeah. this is not like the NBA. Yeah. Uh, that would be miserable. But um, just poor poor showing from TCU, which leads me to a, something I want to ask you, which I've already given you a heads up on. Right. Thank you. Thank you. So I do need a disclaimer here a little bit. <clears throat> if the FBI is listening. <clears throat> Uh, Michael and I will text back and forth. We'll say something and we'll like tag it FTP. That does not mean F the police. Okay. That does, <laughs> that does not mean F the Pope FBI. That means for the pod. Okay. Just in case, pod. just in case the FBI, FBI is in our text messages. <clears throat> Should TCU have been there? I've, I've heard a lot of dude. There's this one guy ranting on Facebook. He's a Mississippi state fan. He's like, this is what you gave us. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I have opinions. I want to know yours. Oh my gosh, man. So the question, should they have been there per the setup of the system? Yeah, they should. Right. Per the result on the field. Not even in a 16 team playoff. No. <laughs> sure. Then again, they beat they did beat Michigan in the first round. They did that part. If there's one positive to a 12 team, which I'm struggling to see, I really think this year tells us that the the, the appropriate number is two for college football because of the uniqueness of the sport. Mm-hmm. And we've gone away from that, never to see it again, yada yada. It, if there's one advantage of expanding right now, it's that TCU might. You know, TCU, Cincinnati, insert X. Mm-hmm. They might pull an upset of a Michigan, of an Ohio State, or someone like that one in five, one in 10 years. What comes next is really bad. If yeah. you get, I'm going to, I'm going to sound so SEC biased when I say this, but I change my mind is, is all I've got for you. Sure. When you get Nick Saban in the dynasty that he had built and is not dead for those that are wondering. When you get Kirby in the budding dynasty that he's got right now and the championship is on the line, they are never losing to Cinderella. They're never doing it. Mm. Stetson Bennett could have – he could have sat after the first first half. He could have not oh, yeah. shown up in the second quarter. I'm second half, excuse me. Insert every position. They have that much depth. You know, yes, when we expand, we're going to get more playoff games. We may get more injuries. I hope to goodness we don't to where a team that made a great run – you know, Hinton Hooker goes down. I hope not, but it's going to happen. It's the sport. It's brutal. It's very physical. The speed and the athleticism is is just on different levels than it's ever sure. been. Things are going to happen. But if there's a positive to expansion, it's that you shouldn't see a TCU of Cincinnati in the actual national championship game. Because, again, Cinderella will never take down Saban. They'll never mm-hmm. take down Kirby in the, in the scenario that we have now. So, yeah, based on the current build – they deserve to be there. No yeah. further than that did they deserve to be there. Sure, sure. I mean, um, this, 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 the playoffs and everything, nothing is scheduled in this game in hindsight. None of it. None of it. Uh, you, you can't. It's, it's, it's impossible. So you have to go off of what teams have done. Therefore, TCU deserve to be there. 
these people who are saying, which are mostly Bama fans, yeah. <clears throat> Colton Brown, God, I hope you're listening. <clears throat> Colton Brown, Bama fans. But right there, Bama should have been there. Um, no, you shouldn't have. You didn't do what was asked to be there. Well, you're a Tennessee fan. Nope. I'm not saying that they should have been there. We didn't do what was required enough to be there. You don't exactly. get to lose the way that we did and go. You don't get to have two, you know, good losses, quote unquote, and and go. TCU went because they lost to a team on a on a on a debatable call to a team they've already beaten. Yeah. And they were the they were the they were the they were the four seed, right? And if if that's your argument, if that is your argument based off who the best teams are, let's build a tournament bracket right as right as recruiting is done, and we'll build that build that bracket based off recruiting rankings. We won't play a regular season. We'll go straight to a playoff. If yeah. if you're going to say it's the best team, I, according to who? According to your opinion or according to what teams are doing on the field? That's frankly, I frankly, I, I just don't have many opinions that I can trust. And now there, here's where some Tennessee bitterness will come in for you, for you listeners. Also, real quick, TCU did make it in as the three because oh, playing yeah, against yeah. Michigan, no right. worries. Just want to make sure we're clear on that. But, and, and again, here's where some bias is going to come in. You've got guys like the Notre Dame beat moron, Berardino, Clownardino, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. who literally uses whatever metric he wants at the time of the a- current AP vote to pull Tennessee back because we've called him on his antics all season long. Yeah. In the coaches poll, guess mm-hmm. what teams voted Tennessee down to where they landed in that sixth spot rather than top five? Mm-hmm. Nick Saban, Arkansas State, Shocking. Rutgers. I am shocked. <laughs> who can I trust? Seriously, who can I trust? Mm-hmm. When – when Michigan lands over Ohio State because they beat them, they both got in the playoff. But Tennessee lands behind Alabama. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? I'm sorry. Where, where does head-to-head matter? When does it, it matter? Because it you want it to. Exactly. And I understand. Like, I am on your side if you say that Tennessee shouldn't have lost 63-38. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Facts. facts. If you don't, you're in the playoff. That's, that's as true as I could be. Or you're going to yeah. have a dang, a very dang strong case. Yep. But who whose opinion can I trust? Like none. There, there are none. Common right. sense is not a factor. It is whatever politics that you want to pimp at the time that you need them. That's all it is. Like head to head matters when they want it to, doesn't when they don't. It, it's just stupid. Right. So if I, ha- again, if I have to really get down to it, maybe there's a positive of the 12 team. Like if you want to argue for number 13 and 14, like take a hike. Take a yeah. hike. <laughs> Arguing for five and six, that's one thing. It's close. Yeah. It, it has been close. Often it's been right. Georgia's beating anyone of that top group almost every time this year and last. But if you want to talk about 13 and 14, take a hike. So maybe m- maybe there's one little positive. You'll definitely see number five, number six going forward being contention. Get past that. Man, you're going to have a tough time telling me those teams are going to win a championship. Facts. I, the only thing that I will go back on and correct myself is saying that I, I I said in the past I didn't want Tennessee to be in that playoff without Hendon Hooker. I retract that statement <laughs> after yeah. Joe Milton's performance. Um, but other than that, again, again, go go from 1998 to 2013 during the BCS era. Find me the years the BCS got it wrong and tell me that a four-team playoff doesn't fix it. Exactly. 
Keep your four-team playoff. Have your BCS calculated. I think TCU's still in. the B- I mean, some somebody calculated it somehow, somewhere on Twitter. And the top four this year was still the same. So we got we got to get the opinions out of this crap. Yeah. So, hey, let's talk more opinions because that's what we do. We don't have inside scoop. We have opinions. Like, follow, share, subscribe. Should Kirby take a shot at the NF? L and then think about legitimate options that are out there right now. You got something yeah. like the Colts, um, Panthers. You know, does Kirby yeah. Smart fit anywhere in those places? You think? Based on that speech, the pregame speech that we referenced, that will never touch your ears from this channel. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Based on the fact that he is the head coach where he played, that he is is currently driving an absolute Lamborghini in the um the gosh I just dropped the term that I was the reference I was going to use. He's driving a Ferrari, a Lambo with absolutely no limitations. You know, we I I questioned his recruiting years ago before NIL. Now there's going to be basically no enforcement and frankly, he's done so much that it's like I get it. If you want to go compete there, I get it. You know what I mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. I used to really have issues with that before NIL. Now NIL is a factor. You know, he's he's laying the groundwork for getting guys in the league at just mm-hmm. astronomical, stupid rates. Yeah. Don't bother. I mean, seriously, I know that these coaches, I, I talk about this with you. I've talked about this with other friends. I know that these coaches and these players have the ultimate belief in themselves. So if you are thinking, where's my next challenge going to come from? Sure. Take your shot at the NFL. I would hate to see it go not i was like what (laughs) yeah no not at all please please do go but saving with you as your dc yeah yeah there you go he uh he uh needs a new challenge himself but talking just common sense common sensibly if we can still use Mm -hmm. some of that here Mm -hmm. absolutely not i don't think that you know authoritative ceo stuff is going to work i think he's a, a humdinger of a coach i really do i think he's elite in every way Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll be interested to see this is where like this is going to be like the last final test for me with Kirby. Like, you know, getting over out the Alabama and Saban Hump last year was was very real for them. It took a lot to do it. Injuries being one factor, but it, they did it. Yeah. This year it didn't even come down to it. Um, and they lost a ton of dudes and they repeated. So losing Stetson Bennett, losing some of those guys, I'm talking about from the leadership and the maturity aspect. I'm not saying that you can't find the talent. Of Stetson yeah. Bennett, but yeah, if they yeah. if they were to take a step back in athleticism at quarterback, this will be like the one final test for me. And like, where's your program going to be at long term? Because sure. you know, COVID seniors have changed a lot. I mean, it, it certainly yeah. impacted Georgia, impacted Tennessee with Hendon Hooker. Th- those guys are only going to be in, the, in in the college realm for a few more years, if not one or sure. two. So I'm I'm very interested to see where it goes. If I'm Kirby, I wouldn't touch the NFL with a ten foot pole though. Man, you, you took words right out of my mouth. Um, if if I am him and I'm considering a shot, unless I just have that itch, I don't. Exactly what you said about the NIL. I think the NIL, it should make recruiting easier, especially with – so not only do you have high school recruiting – uh, you've got you've got other colleges recruiting that you have to like because of the transfer portal. Um, that should take that burden a little bit more off of the head coach. And I think the NCAA should allow more coaching staff basically for 
recruiting purposes if you're going to keep this system the way that it is. Yeah. Um, which they need to move the transport portal window where it's currently at is just stupid. That uh, and the early signing day period are, I mean, seriously. Why I, is I that not in the summer? Dude, I wouldn't coach. There, there's only the only incentive for me to ever want to coach would be like fire me so I can get the buyout and then I'm gonna chill. That is one other thing that I will add for Kirby is you'll see NFL coaching contracts upwards of twenty million. College game is still around 10, 11, 12 for uh-huh. the you know for the realm that he's in. So maybe that's a factor, but I don't know why it would be. Um, also know his wife is a Georgia alum. He's got kids in the school area there. Yeah, I don't know why he would do it unless. $20 million annually instead of yeah. 11 sounds that much more appetizing. Yeah. 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 Now, if, uh, if, if we change, if we restructure the question and we say, would he have success? I'm going to say, yes, I think he would have success just because I think he's, he's saving 2.0 possibly better, which I want to get to that. There's an, or whether you disagree or agree, there's an argument there. Um, I, I think he would have. I mean, think about think about the 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 success Saban woulda coulda shoulda had if GM and owners would have stayed out of it. He wanted Drew Brees. They got him Dante Culpepper. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, not the same, bro. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, nobody talks about Dante Culpepper. Nobody talks about him anymore. If if his name comes up, it's it's probably associated with Randy Moss. Yeah. People still talk about Drew Brees. Absolutely, and they so, will. For a oh, long yeah, time, for sure, he's a hall. Of, he's a hall of famer, and and I think the biggest thing for Kirby would would he succeed in in that in that question is yeah because he like his defensive just master classes that he puts on are otherworldly. I mean, also this year they lost their their DC. Yeah, they've got Will Muschamp, former head coach, and in, in the SEC. I, I don't really care because wherever Kirby's been, the defensive success has followed, mm-hmm. and he's also taken steps to like. He's not going to just run the ball, run the clock out. He's going to murder you if he gets the chance, kind of now. He didn't do it in every game, I know. But, like, he's already taken that offensive step that took Saban, you know, hiring Lane Kiffin and things like that to do, where it wasn't just, if we can run the ball, kill the clock, and and suffer you to death, you know, uh, smother you to death, we're going to do that. He's already taken that step. That's a big thing. Yeah, I think think he would have success, especially depending on the spot, the quarterback, things like that. But, But, yeah, I think so. The GM owner would have to stay out of it. You have to let him yeah. do his thing. So, so uh, let's let's keep talking about Kirby for a little bit. This is hey, we're rapid firing this thing. Uh, I'm enjoying this conversation. Like, Me follow, too. subscribe. Don't be a don't be a jerk. Do it. Do it now. If you're driving, don't do it because you need <laughs> your eyes on the roads. Let us let us tickle the ears. We said for years, you and I especially, that the success that Bama's defense has had over the years has been accredited attrib- uh, attributed to Saban. Saban's defense. Saban's defense. His Saban's defense is elite. Was it Saban's defense? Is is now a new question because you're seeing in in this in this new modern era of college football where it's so offensive heavy and offenses get their yards regardless. You're talking about a defense that put up once in a lifetime numbers this season uh, in 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 points allowed per game, yards allowed per game. It begs the question. Was it Saban's defense or was it Kirby's? Man, that is a great question. And and listen, I also want to differentiate here because I do think, you know, Saban has – he's already hit 70 on us. He's, he's aged some. 
He has, this is another thing that Kirby's not been through as much yet that, like I said, they lost their DC last year, but they're not getting their staffs obliterated and picked for head coaching jobs every year okay. to the level that Alabama has over the last six, eight, sure. especially. Yeah. But man, I, again, it's hard for me to say to an extent that Kirby wasn't a huge part of it. I mean, maybe even majority of it I'm because just saying because you know he was there for that first run until it was truly a dynasty it mm-hmm. was the time that Kirby was there when when Georgia hired Kirby I was thinking you fired Mark Rick for that what are you doing was what I was thinking <laughs> but you know we don't always think about man he's been there he has helped build what they've got going at Alabama yeah because we see Saban you know uh, assistants fell for the most part I mean yeah. Kirby no, no, Jimbo was the first uh, – Simba. Uh, gosh, Jimbo was the first Saban assistant to beat him. So, we see that happen. We we get these things in our head. Um, but, gosh, man, it's so hard for me to say that, that Kirby wasn't just a m- massive piece of that defense. I, I don't know how you answer the question. The only thing that I know to say is there's been a slow decline of the Bama defense, right? Yeah, you know, I mean – but but my argument to that is, gosh, that's hard to sustain. Gosh, that's hard to sustain, especially uh, with yes. like you're saying with the, with with the turnover and coaching and 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 whatnot. Um, but in in the, another argument to that is, look at the dudes that Saban has hired. Like he's freaking running his own uh, coaches anonymous program to basically restore their personal life, right? And yes. so he's hired he's hired former head coaches. You know, and put them put them in these spots. Sarkeesian, Bill O'Brien, on and on and on. Lane Kiffin, hello. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you answer that question, but I think there is a real, legitimate argument because that that defense that we saw, especially as you pointed out already, the, all the dudes that they lost, all the first round dudes that they lost, and they turn around and do what they did. Yeah. Now, I, this is actually going to make me. I'm going to have to like pause, throw up maybe go like, you know, go on a cleanse or something real quick. But it did take a, a, a serious drop-off at Alabama after oh, – shivers. Jeremy Pruitt left. Um, mm. He's not a head coach, but he's a dandy of a defensive coordinator. And, like, like again, he's not a head coach. He couldn't do these things at Tennessee. He's a dandy of a, of a, a coordinator, of a recruiter. I think, again, when he's not the head man because mm-hmm. AD, A.D. Mitchell, uh, all these other guys that are at Georgia that – could and should be at Tennessee that he just overlooked and wouldn't touch. So it took a big drop off after Jeremy Pruitt. I just want to give him that small piece of credit there. Yeah. Um, and heck, there's even there's going to be petitions if there's not more than that to bring him back. I don't know yeah. what the deal is with Golding because Cur- uh, Kirby almost said Kirby Nick has been very loyal to that guy and it's taken a big step, you know, a big drop off to me. And it doesn't um, make any sense. So maybe it's just a matter of time. I mean, there's definitely no set window for when your coaches leave and do things like that. So it could happen. Uh, yeah. Anything could happen. But, you know, I don't understand why the loyalty to Golding and the drop-off there at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm here for a decline, though. I'm, Absolutely. I'm here for it. Um, hey, let's shift conversation. Uh, we're going to keep talking about Georgia because TCU left us nothing. They, yeah. they literally left us with nothing. You're going to hate this question. Georgia fans are going to love it. And I know that we've got Georgia listeners out there. And 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 hopefully other listeners of, of different fan bases will enjoy this. 
Stetson Bennett, is he a college football Hall of Famer? That's funny you asked that question. We haven't, you and I have not texted too much about this. There is a stipulation to be a college football Hall of Famer. Sure. That you have to have been, I believe, a first team All American. At least so, once. yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and, and say that that rule gets amended because there's things like the, the coaching Hall of Fame. If you're a coach getting to the Hall of Fame, like a 60% winning percentage. And Mike yeah. Leach didn't have that, but that dude's going to get in the Hall of Fame. Like, sure. There's no doubt. So, yeah, man, I shoot. The biggest thing for me is he is the MVP of all four college football playoff games that he appeared in. That is. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Is why'd that you, not. Why'd you have to go and do that? My bad. <laughs> man, My bad. I got I to preach tonight. Don't do that to me. Dang, dude, you're gonna have to clean. You're gonna have to go on that same cleanse and like that water <laughs> purification that I'm gonna have to deal with here in a minute. Maybe, maybe rededicate my life and get baptized again. I'm gonna but, drop, um, drop some crack in this water that I'm drinking. Yeah, right. But seriously, I I have to look at that. Like that's gonna be amended because I just don't think certain dudes can be left out. And mm. talk talk about the Rudy aspects of yeah. Stetson Bennett. Yeah. How how do you leave that guy out? I mean, that dude is going to have a statue in Athens. Like, he, I mean, God, it, doesn't that sound crazy? Yes. Gosh, that just sounds so wild to say, man, Stetson Bennett might have a statue, Stetson Bennett in the Hall of Fame. Well, here's my argument. Did you put Tommy Frazier in there? Because Ooh. there's a lot of similarities. Look at, look at that offense, look at that defense. Look what they did to Florida in that national title game. Yeah. Look what they just did to TCU in the national title game. And yeah. a large part of Stetson, because my question is, do they still win it if Stetson is off that team? And I think that's twofold. I think if it's if it's quarterback on that roster, I say no. Yeah, agreed. If you get a transfer, if, if you're looking at a Sam Hartman or, you know, a Hendon, somebody like that, you know, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, but I think Stetson has um, – an it factor about him. I think he's a baller. I mean, look at him from week one to what he did, you know, just a few nights ago. Yeah. Pains me to say this. And yeah. I, and I, I, know, I know Georgia fans are currently salivating. I say, yes, I don't know how you leave him out. I don't, I mean, so uh, just very quickly here. I mean, he was 4,100 yards on the year, 27 scores, which is not stupid high, but. Their first 4,000 yard passer. That was the next thing. Yeah, I had that written down here to say. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, forty-one hundred yards, twenty-seven scores, seven picks. I think that touchdown number goes up if you're if 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 you can kind of sandwich Brock Bowers with an elite receiver. I mean, the receiving core was good. Yeah, and, um, and it actually, I think it took a step this year, despite losing. Uh, Burton to Alabama, despite losing sure. Pickens to the NFL. Pickens, to me, is a bit of a one-trick pony. Like, his yeah. spectacular catch rating is, like we talk about in NCAA terms, over 100. But, yeah. you know, his actual impact on a game may be not so, not so huge. Yeah. And let's also, you know, I actually meant to mention this a minute ago when we were talking about Kirby. He's already told us what he's going to do at the quarterback position. If he, if he stops recruiting high school quarterbacks, he's not going to do that. But he's going to cut it down a notch because he's got those guys that haven't been able to beat out Stetson Bennett. So he's going to take a transfer. He's going to do whatever he has to do to bridge a gap if it's there. And listen, I don't think that they'll pick up a a transfer quarterback between 
the national championship and the start of the 2023 season because it's getting late. Mm-hmm. It is getting late in the window and all those things. But, you're, the, you know, if they do have a letdown of sorts, if the quarterback position is not as dynamic as it has been, don't be surprised because he's already told us that's what he's going to do. So, yeah. And, and, and heck, I want to give him credit for that because that's bold, honestly. For sure, which is another reason that transfer portal window has to be closed or yes. moved to a different time because they're TCU and Georgia are preparing for a national championship when that window is starting to close. Yep. And that's not fair. And it, here I am, a Tennessee fan, saying that, well, you know, uh, good for them. Like, close that puppy. But if it's us, I'm just like, whoa, keep it open, right? Yeah. Um, we haven't got a chance. That, yeah, yeah. So you, you've got you've to fix that. Um, I go back to say, yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. And I kind of answered – um, two birds with one stone here. Um, do you think that that they win that title without him? You know, if, if it's a quarterback on that roster, if it's another quarterback on that Vandergriff or whoever the other guy is, or you know, if it's a if it's a portal guy or whatever. I think that they beat TCU with a punter. I don't think they beat Ohio State <laughs> without Stetson Bennett. <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm sorry. It's just. The sport is dead to me this week. Like, it is so dead to me right now. I am non-responsive in text messages. I'm useless right now. I but, feel like Georgia would win. They could have a goalie, right? They could have a <laughs> they could have a, a hockey player playing punter, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> the basketball coach could have done right, it. Right, right. Um, a sumo wrestler. But, My gosh. Yeah. Mike Tyson, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I think Sorry, they beat TCU so. with anyone. Literally, if they throw zero passes, I think they beat TCU. But Ohio State? Stetson was dude he was critical to that win and their sure. defense was yeah. big in spots too don't get me wrong yeah, for sure despite having their worst game of the year you know their defense was big when it counted yeah but Stetson was monster you know he was a monster in that game last year oh man they they might be able to do it with another quarterback on that roster because again their defense was even bigger against Alabama than it was this year and I'm not going to down the injury road again I'm not going there I'm just saying they might have done it, but this year I really don't think they do considering what they lost and all those things. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Hey, we're down to the last few minutes here, but I got one more thing that I want to throw at you. Odds that they repeat. A three-peat, sorry. Odds that they three-peat. What, what would yeah. have to happen, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, gosh, dude. I mean, they're – like this – again, flip the calendar back one year, 365 days. There's no way I'm saying Georgia's repeating with all that Alabama was bringing back, how high I was on them, Ohio State, which almost beat them, granted, there's no way I would have said they they won this title. Sure. This year, dude, like, if their quarterback play doesn't take a huge step back, like, they should win it again. Their schedule sucks. Their oh, regular gosh. season regular season loss would have to come from Ole Miss, mm-hmm. not happening, or Tennessee, which is in Neyland Stadium. I mean, I'm not going to rule it out, but I'm also not going to predict Tennessee to win. Sure, so, me either. Or, or Florida. Florida would have to take a huge jump and be able to beat them. And, again, I'm not calling for that. Huge. Huge jump. They're, they don't even have a quarterback right now. So, they would have to have a huge jump for that to happen. Hitna would have, have to get up in them dogs. You know, I'm so, wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But seriously, like, they should 3 P. And I'm just going to go ahead and we, we've talked about this. I'm going to go ahead and lay it out there. Check out Stuart Mandel's timeline because he got a tweet that is absolutely mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. Georgia lost what would be a year they're playing Oklahoma in the regular season. Michigan also had a game canceled. Who was that against? Was it UCLA? Uh, yes. Okay. So they both lost those games because of conference realignment. 
So buy out a crap game in week one or week two, play each other, play it neutral. Yeah. I don't care. Make it a home and home. Make it happen. Buy out next year. I don't care. Make it happen. The schedules for both teams are going to suck. Yep. Michigan's <laughs> did this year. Georgia's will next year. So seriously, make that happen. Seriously, that should have been the natty that we thought we were getting all along. So make it happen in week one or two. I'm with you. I, I, I think that's a that's a no-brainer. I think the reason that I would say that they do not three-peat is just because, for one, we've never seen it happen. Two, I think I think Stetson means that much. As I, much as I, I agree. He does it. mean a lot. I'm glad he's gone. I'm tired of the narrative. I'm over it. Uh, even Georgia fans are tired of that narrative. Can you just stop already? Um, I don't know what kind of pro career he's going to have. If he'll get one, which I'm pretty sure is what he wants to hear. You know, don't invite me to the combine. He's just he yeah. lives off this lives off this uh, underdog, you know, mentality. Kirby had them thinking that people were saying they would go seven and five. Like that's who we're dealing with, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I had to say, I mean, they're they're going to have the roster otherwise. Oh know? yeah, percent. Uh, it will come down to quarterback play, um, and which you pretty much nailed at the top right there. Well, hey, that's going to bring us uh, to the end. Thanks for letting us uh, tickle your ears. The least you can do is tickle our subscribe button. You can tickle our follow button, uh, which you guys are hitting. So I do want to say thank you. For that. We've called you jerks. Uh, we have called you names, but you're hitting the button. It's crazy. We're seeing the follows go up. We appreciate it. We do this for free, so keep telling people about it. Uh, we got no inside scoop. We have no inside story. We you you just get the pleasure of hearing what's going on in our heads. And I just tell you, I'm I'm gonna be a little egotistical right here. We're usually right. We're right, and the takes are hot. Unless it's a preview, <laughs> and then we're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen. No, I'm kidding. Please do. <laughs> Appreciate you guys being here. We hope you have a fantastic week. Again, like, follow, subscribe. We do it for free. You can push that button. Full free. This is Pandemonium Reigns. Mike's hair still growing. We love you guys. God bless. Go balls. GBO. Pandemonium Reigns.